Hi, welcome to the nut house with Leanna and Rob, um, where the inmates run the asylum. Quite literally, outside our home and in it. <laughs> um, so this week, um, we're going to go over What is a Woman? That is the documentary that Matt Walsh was filming last year and they released just a few days ago. Um, I had been seeing a lot of things online about it. I was kind of interested to watch and I tried to watch some reviews and everybody watching it was reviewing the trailer and I was like, forget it. I'm just going to watch it come up to my I own. I saw a few people, but they were, they were on one side of the argument that yeah. were reviewing the whole thing. And I think the, the other side doesn't want to give money to a conservative. Yeah, that's probably what and it is. Therefore they're not even, they're just, they're just trying to get off of, the, the hype title, around it without actually yeah sorry. without actually examining it and, examining the and actual trying information. to challenge their views um so i decided we'll go ahead and watch it uh we paid for it so we could see it because <laughs> oh no no you, nobody's sponsoring this yeah we don't, um, we don't sponsor it's okay but i figured we'll watch it <clears throat> oh, which we did earlier today and talk about it because yeah why not i have notes i do too Big ass but notebook. they were written, I don't know, with the wrong hand. <laughs> I don't know. I'll do um, my best. So I'll just give a brief synopsis of the movie and then you and I will just start talking. Yeah. Um, so what is a woman? Came from, The idea came from Matt Walsh's appearance on Dr. Phil, which he wasn't even supposed to originally be the one appearing. It was supposed to be Lauren Southern, which is kind of interesting that. She does some good documentaries. Too. She does. She does. But it was kind of interesting that he ended up being the one appearing because it turned into a whole thing. He handled it very well. And it kind of sparked this whole quest into what is a woman because nobody wants to define that nowadays. They're afraid. Yes. Um, I want to start off with if you're looking for a completely non-biased documentary. Go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. This is a conservative documentary. But go in if you go in with that mindset, like. We're pretty open-minded, yeah. but you can definitely see one side seems open-minded and the other does not in this case. Yeah. And I have to be completely fair. It's very well done. Everything is very well yeah. researched. Um, I'm not knocking it because it was done by a conservative because let's be fair. I lean center right. So it is what it is. Um, so that had no no bearing on it. It's just something you need to take into consideration when you are watching something. You have to remember who wrote it or who yeah. did the documentary. And so if you're going the in... Perspective. Yeah. yeah, the perspective. And if you're going into a documentary and you're expecting completely neutral, you're not going to find that anywhere. So just keep that in mind. Um, That's I why think, you got to mix up your news sources. You got to take from the left, take from the right, take from the center. And yeah. Try to find the, the truth, the objective truth. I know that's another forbidden term. Yeah, that was actually one of the things that they got upset about in the documentary. He's like, what is the truth? And they're yeah, like, and the guy's like, well, truth? my truth. And I'm like, no, dude, that ain't how it works. There's no my truth. Um, he did a really good job, I think, in my opinion, of going back and forth between both sides interviewing people. Yeah, yeah. he split up the interviews so that it told a cogent story. So 
it's not just one full interview and then another full interview. They kind of intermix when the topics are related, which is it's a really good way to do it. And I did notice for even though he is a conservative, he went harder on the more conservative yes. views and made them explain in more depth. He was not he didn't tiptoe around the conservatives and he did. He did seem to agitate them. Yes. With his questions, which is fine, which is fine. Um, but and he, he tiptoed mostly. He, he didn't he wouldn't change his definitions of words. He wouldn't. He wouldn't use their terminology, but he tiptoed. He was very... He was much more um, cons conservative as far as like how he interviewed the um, the the more um, liberal side of the, the yeah, coin. Yeah. Because I also noticed they were more um, short were, with him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I understand Several why... Several of them ended the... They were just like, we're done. Yeah. At so, one point, um, he was talking to a congressman, I believe, a new yes. congressman. He was. And dude just said, all right, we're done. Yeah. I was like, what What happened? I asked her, I was like, what did I miss? What happened? What the, because I, he, the way he was droning on, I actually checked out. It was the only time in the movie I checked out. Because yeah. I just could, he was just, da, 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 and I just couldn't follow it. And I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm and I he's look up and he's, he's leaving. I'm like, what happened? What did I miss? What did he ask that was so horrible? I didn't get it. I had the the representative written down. Let me find his name. Oh, I just put congressman. <laughs> That's how I take notes. <laughs> I relied on, on on being smart to get through school. I didn't take notes. Um, Representative uh, Mark Takano. Ah, uh, okay. I yeah. didn't write what state he's from. I think it's Nevada. I didn't write down. What it state might have been he's Arizona. From. I'm not sure. I'd have well, to. Look all up. I knew is they said, "Well, he's the first gay Asian representative," and I was like, "Who cares? <laughs> like, that's not relevant." Yes, and when, yeah, and then. They didn't even finish the interview. He actually got up and walked away. Yeah, it was like five minutes in and he's just bygone. And everybody, he's like, well, I just wanted to know, can I, can I you ask you question? one last thing? Yeah. Do you know the question that made him get all mad and walk away? No, it, he couldn't answer it. He was like stuttering and going on. That's why right. I lost interest. I was just like, okay, I can't. Walsh follow. asked him. He specifically asked him. I he, And he phrased it in a way to not offend this man. He said, you know, some people... He goes, they just don't buy into the that a woman can have a penis. He goes, and I understand that's closed minded. He goes, but they don't buy into that. And they have a problem with someone with a penis changing in their locker rooms. He didn't even bring a bathroom. Oh, yeah, 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 he just right. said that's locker right. room. Yeah. And the guy goes, you mean they're he starts to answer. It, he starts stumbling. And he's like, you mean they're upset with people being in their bathroom? And he goes, we're not talking about it in their bathroom space. And he didn't get a finish. The guy just said, you know what? Forget it. Demiked himself. Yeah, said, I'm, I'm started, done. He's like, I just want to ask one last question. Can you define what a woman is? It's like he's yelling and they're just like, nope. And they're like running goes, out of the room. And he goes, can we please finish the interview? And they yell at him. The interview is done as they as, as he they left flee. With, as he is. Yeah. As the congressperson man left with his crew and they were all just like, nope, not doing this. And the, he unfortunately wasn't the only one who shut down the interview quickly. But uh, yeah, it was wild. It was pretty wild. <laughs> um, it was a very informative. There were things on the issue that I didn't know. Yeah, same. around it. Um, and it was very informative. And I liked how he stuck to friends in general, not necessarily trans male to female. Oh, yeah. Or, yes. Uh, female to male. He was just like, what is a woman? And that sparks the conversation of how do you know you're male or female? And um, that really was I thought that was really well done. Yeah. Um, that I, wasn't the funniest escape, though. The funniest escape, I think, is when it was on the street talking to the woman. Oh, yes. 
And was he, that a woman? Because I thought that was a gay. She said, "I think I don't." Oof. He or she, she? She presented as a woman. How about that? Yeah. He or she said <laughs> that they were a gay man, yourself. and I was like, "Are you a trans <clears throat> man? Are you a a?" I don't remember that part. I just remember the woman-looking person. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was talking to, and they said, "What? What was it? Where's the cat?" Well, what does he say before the cat? Oh, he said, he said, how do you know that? How do they know that they're a woman? And she, because she looked like. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. She said, well, I'm not a woman, so I don't know. And then he said, do you know what a cat is? And he said, and I don't know how this person did not see this coming. He goes, do you know? He said, "Um, do you know what a cat is? She goes, yeah. And he goes, well, how do you know it's a cat? I don't know how she didn't see that going. I I just. so this was a big mistake this was a big mistake it just gone it was hilarious yes. i couldn't I, I i laughed out loud at that one that one was funny that one made me laugh it was oh, a good yeah. point though yeah. just because you're not something doesn't mean you can't identify what it is that's yeah. that's what scientists do all the time that's how they categorize things i was actually surprised at how many scientists he had in the documentary that were like i don't know what a woman is you're a scientist <laughs> Like literally, you're a pediatrician. He had a pediatrician. Yeah. He had a um, he had several therapists. He had a um, psychologist. Yeah, he had psycholo- psychologist. He and had, had uh, Jordan Peterson was on there as well. Yes, and he Boy, had he, he, he had looked, a surgeon. He looked angry, Jordan Peterson. Oh, Jordan Peterson like, looked. Like I he was, was like, woo. Yeah, he looked mad. He did. He did. Um, <clears> but <throat> yeah, he also had a, had a surgeon, and the surgeon does um bottom surgery and that yeah. person couldn't explain and i'm like you're literally a surgeon who does operates on people this should be like old hat for you um i did like jordan peterson's take on um gender versus um disposition or what was it uh temperament temperament yeah and he said he said i don't believe a... in, it's not gender it's temperament yes he said you can be a very effeminate male or a very and masculine Who hasn't known female. effeminate males or masculine females. Yes. And they're taking temperament, which can be a wide range, wide scope of everything, and saying, no, that's gender, because that's more of a generic term. Yeah. And yeah. that was, that made me think in, of the situation in a whole new light. That yeah. actually helped me understand the thinking of people who don't want to, who think of gender fluidity and non-binary. It made me understand their position a lot easier because before i would ask what's non-binary and i can't get a straight answer but this made it make more sense more sense for me as far as how that is yeah same thing the way he said temperament i was like ah you know that that clicks for me yeah yeah um and some of this to be fair the some of the some of the stuff i went in i knew because it researching before watching yeah, yeah i never watch anything blind unfortunately well i didn't research this but i've researched this topic in different parts of my life right no and that's what i meant that's a, this specific yeah. topic like there was a lot of stuff that i knew about like i knew that puberty blockers were actually lupron but i knew that because you told me that uh, <laughs> i don't think that counts um for those that don't know what lupron <laughs> is lupron is a dangerous drug that um they um inject into you i actually had to take it for six months um it's usually for for use and I shouldn't say usually because I don't know anything about now, but I know in the past they've used Lupron to um, do hormone therapy for PCOS and endometriosis because basically um, for a woman, it will start um, menopause 
And if you're on it for too long, um, you'll go straight into menopause. It'll stop your periods. You won't ovulate anymore. Um, I had to sign a release when I took it. The doctor sent me home with this giant thick packet and the packet talked about cancer, talked about all the risks of all the things that it causes in adults. And it also talked about chemical castration because that is one of the uses for it is chemical castration, long-term uses. And um, I had to sign a release saying I waive those things because I'm trying to fix my problem. <laughs> And uh, I was only on it for six months. It was absolutely awful. And I can't imagine having a child on it for two years, three years, four years, all to pause their puberty and the sake of them not developing to look like their biological sex. Yeah, let's be clear. There's no pause. No, there is no pause. You can't. It's not a button. You can't turn it on and off. That's what they say. Oh, it's just pausing it. You can go through it later. No, it literally stops it forever eventually like it's if you're on it long enough which like you said is what a couple of years yeah that's it you're done you're done you will not that's ovulate. why they call it chemical castration i know yeah. it's a harsh terminology but he's not wrong mm -hmm. it literally does that plus is a high rate of cancer if you're on it for more than 10 years from using lupron and it was actually quite surprising <clears throat> the pediatrician they had on there that says she specializes in gender affirmation just got so angry when he said the name of the drug they use. I'm like, if this is what you use, why is it bothering you that I'm naming it? Why is it bothering you that I'm saying it out loud? I'm just gonna do that. Okay. Like she didn't, she didn't get mad until, <laughs> she didn't get mad until he called out the name for it. And like, she was like, oh, I'm upset because you said chemically castrated. And he was like, isn't that what it, and she, He's no. like, yeah, that's, that's, no, wait, she didn't. No, she didn't say you say chemically castrate. She goes, because you say I give kids drugs. That's what she said. That's what she said at first. But then she also said he was using like. Fearful terminology or yeah, something, something like, like that. that. And he, so he read the definition of what chemically castrated means. Yeah. And um, because I can read that for you. Let me look it up on. <laughs> yeah, he literally He's he used specific scientific terms and he used the name of the drug that's the thing that i noticed in all of the interviews that you see for no matter who's doing the interview whether it's a, a conservative interviewing the doctor or a liberal interviewing the doctor they always say puberty blocker they never say the drug they prescribe and it took me a long time to find out the name of the drug and i only found out the name of the drug myself um probably a few months ago i saw someone who uh might have been Blair White, um, but I because she talks about it, uh, the actual name. But it, yeah, probably was Blair White, where I finally heard the name of the drug. And I was like, that changes the entire game for me because I know what that is. I know what it does. I know the risks of it. Um, it could cause um, uh, osteo osteoporosis. Yes. And um, there was uh, one of the uh, psychiatrists. Ooh, sorry, that was mansplaining. One of the psychiatrists. Um, said in the in the documentary that they there was a child she knew of that went on lupron for two years and had osteoporosis by the time she was 16 and i'm like this right here is proof that you shouldn't be doing it this company has been sued for causing cancer this company has been sued for all of the horrible things their drug causes and yet we're giving it to children and we have no research on what it does to children we only have research done on what it does to adults and in sweden they don't even allow it doesn't that tell people something? Yeah, they don't allow it to what, 21 or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Um, 
Which is insane. It is. It's just insane. And then um, he had... The, a- uh, the one big surprise to me was the... Um, what was his name? John... He had a stupid last name. Money. Oh, John Money. <laughs> the... Uh, the no, doc- I, I have read what happened uh, For those that a few are, months ago. Yeah. John Money is the guy mm. who um, they base all gender theory on. And the sad part is his stuff was debunked 30 oh, years ago. By the freaking. OK, so he like his big thing was. Your children are gender neutral until they're like teenagers. Is what's yeah, his thing. yeah. So he said, well, we can raise a, a boy as a girl or a girl as a boy. And that's what they'll turn into. And, and he, he tried actually to prove it. He, he actually convinced a couple of parents who had twins and there was an accident that caused some problems. And they convinced them to raise one of their boys as a girl. Yeah. And it destroyed both of the boys' lives. And what what I, I knew about that. But what I didn't know is the one that was raised as a girl came out and did interviews. Yeah, I remember seeing his interviews. Back I didn't in the see. 90s. I didn't even know about that where he's like, yeah, I, you know, the girls around me are playing with with dolls and I wanted to play with a truck and I thought there was something wrong. Yeah, I saw a documentary done on them. I think it was 60 Minutes or 2020. And he literally said that he would cry every time his mom would come home with new clothes for them because they grew. And his mom said in the interview, she goes, I would literally have to ask his father to hold him down while we put a dress on him. That, yeah. yeah, that was one of the things that stood Doesn't out that tell me. you you're doing something wrong? If you, I mean, yeah, sure. If you got to hold your kid down to give him a shot. OK, yeah, you know, I get that. But if you're holding your kid down. And this guy, this this quack, who's on him? Uh, experimented on these poor boys. He did awful things to them. Just yeah. absolutely awful. And the the. The boys ended up dying in the early 2000s. Both of them? Both of them. Um, the boy... I knew the one killed himself. Yeah, the boy who was n- named Bruce at birth and then changed his name to David when he was an adult um, committed suicide. Yeah. And his brother died of an overdose, which was suspected suicide. I mean, even if it wasn't, it's like what they They were went sexually through. abused by John Money. They were both experimented on. And who they, was the other guy who said... I have lots of notes. And this is what gender theory is based off of, which is terrifying. Kinsey was the guy who did all sorts of crazy. Yes, Kinsey's the other things to children. Yes, Kinsey. Dr. Kinsey is is the other man that most gender theories made off. Yeah, he's the other one that's a despicable person. I hate to say it, but that's the only. Yeah, he actually had a chart of um, just. It's an infamous chart. You can look it up. Yeah, a chart of, yeah, it talks about the, some of the results of his sexual escapades with children. Yep. Anyway, um, there was another guy who was actually a transgender woman, a man mm-hmm. who has an organization where he helps parents not transition their children mm-hmm. because of all the Sorry. damage it does, all Sorry. the problems with it. He wants them to understand. Look. Like, this is going to end. Your, you won't have kids. Yeah. You know, all these other things, because he went through it. Yeah. And I say he because he presents as a he. I, I honestly I don't care what you prefer to be called. I I picture you when I talk about you. And I actually ran into that in New Zealand when I worked there. Um, I, I worked with several trans people. Um, I only had one person have to correct everyone in the room and tell them that he was a she. And I still refer to him as a he because he had facial hair. And I'm like, I, when I talk and when I refer to you, I picture you in my head 
And that's where the pronoun comes from. I have to take a step back and start going he, she, whatever. I get confused. That's why everyone else that I worked with that was trans, I called them by what they presented as because they presented as what they wanted to be called. Because Whether they look like a dude or a girl, whatever, they presented one way. Because in reality, when people use pronouns for you, it's a generic term that's not your name. It's not And it's usually not when you're there. Yeah. And it's what they see in their brain when they think of you. Like, yeah. if you're thinking of this person as a masculine entity, you're going to probably say he. You're going to automatically say he. And that's exactly what it was. I pictured his face. I still do it. I picture his face with his facial hair and it comes out he. Now, there was only one time I actually had to refer to him in a meeting when he was there. Right. And it was uh, because we were going over what happened in the last meeting and I was explaining to the new people that showed up. This is what. He said, except I didn't say he, I went, this is what, and then I said his name, said, because I caught my, because I just can't, I'm not trying to get fired, you know? You're not trying to upset somebody. Um, Yeah, I I wasn't trying to upset him, I wasn't trying to offend anybody, and I wasn't trying to get fired, is ultimately what it was. Yeah, I found that. But he doesn't present as a woman, and I had a conversation, now New Zealand and Wellington is a very progressive city, and I talked to the people at work that dealt with it as well, and they're like, I don't get it. This is insane. He doesn't even shave. Like, you're not even trying at this point. You just want to be called her. And that that, was the sentiment. Yeah. At that point, when you're trying to force someone else to call you by a different pronoun, but you're presenting as your biological sex, it feels like that's just a uh, mind game on other people that you feel like you have power by making them call you. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's a power trip. It feels like. Um, Because, I mean, at least and then and another thing they, they talk about. And they, a couple people mentioned it in this is they talked about when they're presenting as a woman or whatever, it's because they want to they want to feel pretty or they want to wear a dress or they want to wear makeup or nails painted or whatever. And I'm like, that's not that's not what makes it a woman. You yeah. can look at the 80s. You had the makeup and hair. hair bands. like, and yeah, they were still men. They yeah. never claimed to be women. They, they still. And just like, like like Peterson said, you can be an effeminate mm-hmm. man. You can be a man who acts more feminine, but you're still biologically a male. Like in Nairobi, when he went to Nairobi, they were like, remember that? They were like, uh, oh, <laughs> the uh, the African tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The African tribe was funny because he asked them, he said, what, ha- what what's the role of a man? And they were like to provide for his wife. And when they have children to provide for their children, he goes, well, what's the role of the women? He goes to take care of the men and the children. And he was like, is it OK for a man to do a woman's job and they went no <laughs> and they said it's okay for a woman to do a man's job they said no they have their own jobs they they do their own thing mm-hmm. and they're like so is it okay for a man to say he's a woman and they're like does he have a penis and he goes yes they're like no he, he actually uh i think he came back and said uh wait what <laughs> he like <laughs> leaned in like wait what he didn't understand what he said at first yeah yeah and um they said they never heard of non-binary. They had never heard. Of- yeah, that's when he said, wait, what? When he said, uh, what about non-binary? He had to he had to figure out what he meant. When Walsh said non-binary, yeah. the translator yeah. had to say, wait, what? Yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. That was very interesting, though, when Walsh talked to the tribe because they were very cut and dry. They are like, no, that doesn't exist in our culture. That's, that's not. Yeah, that's never happened. That kind they're of like, they're, he was like, what would you think if a man wanted to be a woman? And they would like, we would tell him he's still a man. And they're like, what if he present, he started 
dressing as a woman. They were they all said we would think there was something wrong with them. Yeah, there's something <laughs> wrong with them. Yeah, which is brings me to the um, doctor who performs the surgeries, the bottom mm-hmm. surgery. Mm-hmm. She was very offended when Walsh brought up people who feel as if they shouldn't have both arms or feel like as if they shouldn't have they should oh, be yeah, disabled yeah. in some way. He goes, "What do you?" He goes, "Wouldn't that be the same?" And she got really upset. And she she actually went. Like, I've never heard of this before. And he goes, that's a thing. She goes, that's a thing. And he goes, yes. Yeah. And people she goes, identify as disabled. They want to have their arm cut off was the yeah. example he gave. Yeah. And her response was, well, they need to go see a psychiatrist because that's not OK. And I was, she she used the term uh, mental issues, I believe. Yes, what I think said. you're right. I think that's what it was. It's mental issues. And I'm like, how do you see that this is a this is a mental disorder when you feel like you're you should be physically disabled, but you can't see that gender dysphoria is a mental disorder. There's a reason it was in the DSM. It's because it does not occur naturally. I mean, it's it's an oddity. It's a um, outlier. It's an outlier. An exception. It's less than one percent of the populace usually. Um, well, now I mean now it's trending. So yeah. Yes, that was another thing he brought up. Was I remember the, uh, that from what was that, 2018, 2016? Yeah. Trans trenders, they used to call them. Yes. Now oh. that's foreboding. You can't do that. Yeah, you don't say that anymore. Um, the, what is it called? Um, he used the term. I wasn't done talking about Scott, though. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the guy who ran the, uh, the organization to help parents, because what he found out is seven to 10 years after they transition is when they have the greatest suicidal suicidal thoughts and suicidal feelings. Well, if you look at it and just purely abstractly, like I've had to do hormone therapy because I have endometriosis or I had endometriosis, I had a hysterectomy. But anyways, I had endometriosis and PCOS. And one of the ways they treat that is with hormone therapy. And when you're on hormone therapy, it makes you feel a little wacky because you have, you like, just speaking from my personal experience, you have all this extra estrogen you don't normally have. And then they were giving me shots of progesterone too, to try to offset the excess amount of estrogen. And progesterone is, I guess, the female's version of testosterone. I, I don't remember exactly how it all interacts. But basically what happened is I got this huge surge of estrogen that I hadn't had since I was, I don't know, 13, 14. And it made me extremely emotional. <laughs> and um you laugh but you're not allowed to say it no i laugh no 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 no. i laugh because before i started the carnivore diet uh one of the tests that came back low was my testosterone was low and i always had a high testosterone yeah and then almost immediately after starting the carnivore diet my testosterone spiked and i had i i, I went i went back to feeling like how do I put it? Bursts of anger. <laughs> well, I don't necessarily show it, but I can feel it. Like I'm like, oh, I'm so angry at whatever the hell it is. Yeah, which I hadn't had in a while. That's how I knew something was wrong. Yes, and when a and horn- I also just want to throw extra on there. Felt like incredibly, like there was evidence of being so much stronger than I was before. Like I couldn't. One of the power tools I had before it, I couldn't lift it very well, and all of a sudden. No problems. I'm moving cinder blocks like I got nothing. I'm sorry. It was amazing. And I attribute that to the testosterone increase. So I understand when you talk about the extra estrogen. Yeah. So when you have this extra levels of something you didn't have before. It Especially kind of ma- when it's a boost, a burst. Yes. 
it changes your emotions. And if you think about it, you're on these hormones. You can't just stop taking them. You will detransition automatically when you stop taking them. So you're on these hormones for seven to 10 years. It's messing with your body for seven well, you're, to 10 years. You're, you're going to be on the hormones forever. Right. But I'm talking about with the spike in suicides around seven to 10 years. Yeah. You got to think you've been messing with your hormones for seven to 10 you years. You also said Lupron has a 67% chance of complications. Yes, it does. That's significant. That's, that's why you have to, that's why I had to sign a release for yeah. it. Yeah. That's insane. And these, these parents probably don't even know that. And they're just like, yeah, let's do it. And throwing their kids to the wolves. They're, they're phrasing it to them wrong. They're not even telling them. the. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When you make it sound like your child could die if you don't put them in this medical procedure. Every parent's going to be like, I got to get my kid this procedure because they love their kid. But and if you're uneducated about the procedure, they're, oh, ow, um, about the procedure they're talking about. And then you're completely, they're hiding some of the information from you. They're just completely omitting it. You're not going to know what you're consenting to. Yeah. Or I've, they probably, a lot of people don't even read the stuff. Fair enough, yeah. Especially you get a packet like this. I, mean, I know a lot of people that don't even read the contracts that give put them to work. <laughs> people don't I'm read like, the terms and conditions on, on social media. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you know, when you get so, a software little click here and it's like 20 pages of tiny little text. Yeah, I don't read that either. <laughs> but, but, you know. Yeah, it's just an information dump when you do get those types of packets. And yeah. it's the doctor's responsibility to talk to you about it. My doctor laid everything out in no uncertain terms and yeah. she was like go home read it by yourself again because i want you to make an informed decision but not everybody's doctor does that in fact most doctors don't they're just like this is what you need use this do this don't don't question me yeah yeah i did write down the answers to what is a woman that he received i liked some of the answers to what is a woman you want to talk about them yeah we can talk about them um you yeah, want to start with you... the ones you liked yes um i can't read that much I mean, wasn't this the psychiatrist who said biological female adult? <laughs> I have no idea. Somebody said it was uh, what you what you look like and what you wear. Yeah, a lot of people said it was very fluid, and it just depended on how you felt. Quite a few people. There was a there was a why why do you want to know? There was a no idea. I see the why do you want to know upset me because they basically say well. You're too stupid to understand the question you're asking. And it's also an insinuation of if you're obsessed with this, there's something wrong with you. Not Why are you asking is, a, is an indication of well, what, are you, what are you hunting for? Why are you trying to hurt me kind yeah. of feeling? Yeah. That was, that was the pretty and delicate. And he said, well, I'm, I think I'm pretty and delicate. <laughs> like, That's awesome. Yeah. That one always annoys me when people say, oh, I, I think I'm a woman because I want to wear nail polish and a dress. Go do that. You don't have to be biologically female to do that. Yeah, there was the combo of physical attractiveness and another word I can't read. Presentation, I think it is. Yeah. Somebody said common sense. That was the guy in the Star Wars store. I love that the guy, guy in the Star Wars store. He's my favorite person now. That <laughs> guy was, he was I was hilarious. like, I want to be that grumpy and, and, and um, straightforward. Because yeah, the question he got was, um, how do you know it wasn't a man? That's Dan Sucker. I'm sorry, Don Sucker. And he said, common sense? Yeah. And then he said... Well, to give a background to that question was, he went. He basically he put up a sign in his Star Wars store. I remember store, when that happened. And it said, um, Did you write if you're born with a... 
You're not a chick. It rhymes with chick. <laughs> Penis word that rhymes with chick. Yes. And his congresswoman for his local... His congress um, trans person. Yeah. Saw it, or sorry, council... Council, yeah, councilman. Yeah, it, was a, it wasn't congressman. And he used the term councilman, which is a standard word. Yes. And they corrected him and said councilwoman right and when they started met. kept yelling at and him about it. he knew exactly where it was going to go and, from there. Yeah. And so he stood his ground. Whilst asked him, he was like, why did you call him a councilman? And he was like, well, he was a councilman. That's like, what, yeah. <laughs> Jordan Peterson's answer? Marry one and find out. I like that one. That's how they ended it. I love that. So he's like, so I should go talk to my wife then. <laughs> he's like, yeah. So then he asked his wife and she just said adult human female, which is what I would say. That would be my answer. That would be my answer. An adult human female. That's I it. Don't, I don't understand why it's so hard to answer this question. At the, I mean, I get it's it to a certain to the extent. Point. Yeah, sure. You want to identify as you can, you can present however the hell you want. People have got to stop worrying about. Other people's other people. language yes. does not matter to you. I, when I was in the Air Force early on, I was like 20 years old, maybe 19, answering phones, and I got called uh, ma'am, I don't know how many times. It is what it is. It is I mean, what it is. I, I didn't get offended. I didn't even correct them most of the time. because It's, it's just not like, your business what someone else says about you or calls you when you're not in the room. Yeah. That's the that's the lesson that everyone needs to learn. And so you shouldn't worry about offending someone by saying what a woman is because at the end of the or labeling facts and figures because at the end of the day if someone's going to get upset about a fact and figure maybe they should be in therapy. But maybe. there's a lot of people that that ignore the facts and figures or misrepresent them or Yeah. Oh, there's so much of that. and and actually it's it's it was indirectly in here. Yeah. But it's actually a problem from the college system mm -hmm. is yeah. that studies are done and it's not just trans studies. I've, I've debunked a few myself when talking to family and friends, I'd get sent a study and it was a study done to basically the conclusion. Here's the conclusion I want to reach. How that's do I the get researcher there? said. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, um, and and that's what name? I'm saying. It's he not, had, uh, I want to say your name correctly. Cause I didn't write she any was... names down. The only one I knew was Jordan Peterson and Star Wars guy. That's, <laughs> that's all I know. But um, yeah, I, 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 that my point was it's not just for this though. Universities have been working that way for a while. Deborah, so that's what she said. When you're a researcher, you have to go. It used to be you do the research, you look at it, and then you come to a conclusion. Now you go in with a conclusion. Yeah, and work your way to the make your yeah. work your way backwards. Yeah, with the evidence, yes. which I remember specifically one with a family member I got into. She sent me a study that that proved her point about how the police were made to stop to, to hunt slaves, and I I just said okay, let me go dig into the study, and I did my own research, and I'm like the very first paragraph has 16 errors. Because they excluded this, this, this. And I made a list. I sent it back. And then, of course, I was ignored. And ah, it's not. You're just finding things. They, they knew that. And I'm like, but they didn't put it in the study. Then it debunks the whole damn thing. Yeah. And that was just one big example that I remember. But yeah, it happens all the time. It's, it really it's, does. This is the conclusion I want. So let me get my study. Here's the stuff that supports it. I'm going to ignore the stuff that doesn't. No, that's not how you do it. You have the to put it all together. Doing, the reason why they're doing that is they politicize science. Yes. Absolutely. And once you make science political, then there is no truth. There is no truth. Yep. 
And, what, and we circled right back around to truth. What is truth? Because that first guy was like, your truth. That's your truth. He's like, no, That's I'm just looking for the truth. Did. That's what a lot of people did is they said, you, whatever is your truth. Once we d change the definition of truth from the truth to, to your, your truth, truth. Yeah. It's like, it's, no. It kind of threw out. No, that's just it. Is, is Abstract. Is, I want to know the objective truth. I don't want to know what your truth is. I don't care what your truth is, to be honest with you. Yeah. I want to know what the truth is. Yep. Objectively. And that is not found by searching your feelings. That's found by everything. You have to go and do research and, and analytics and comparisons and all sorts of crap. It's a lot. <laughs> it is. It is. I enjoy doing that, though. So. Yeah. So what was your favorite part in this? Cat. The cat? The cat part was my favorite part. Absolutely my favorite part. Um, Jordan Peterson saying, marry one and find out was my second favorite part. Um, we didn't talk about the psychologist, I think she was. The psychologist was my second favorite. You know what my favorite was? What? When he went to the women's march and he had his big uh, like bullhorn. Bull and he's like, what is a woman? What is a woman? And they're all yelling at him to put on a mask or leave and none of them have masks on. And then they're yelling at yelling asshole at the very end of the, the whole thing. And oh, that, yeah, yeah. That, that was just... When he, when he went and talked to the school board, what was it, Loudoun County School Board? Oh, yeah, that, that was, was awesome. Wonderful. That wonderful. was fantastic. And he called them out. He didn't even hold back. And they just stared at him like he was stupid. And I'm like, yeah, that's not him. You're the stupid ones. Like, yeah. Dr. Grossman, though, was my favorite person. Who's Dr. Grossman? Is that the psychiatrist? That's the psychiatrist. That's the one. Or psychologist, who, whatever it was. Uh, that's the one who pointed out to him the difference in. Um, She's the one who explained who, um, she's, she basically started the difference between sex and gender. And then she started with biological sex does not change, even if you present as a different. Oh yeah. Yeah. He said, so what you're saying is you can present as a woman, but you're still not a woman. Yes. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. And she explained gender dysphoria. She explained how in the past that has been medical. And today she's found a lot of people who don't have gender dysphoria saying they're trans and she's also the person who explained John Money. And she's the one who pointed out the horrible book that was aimed at kids. Um, it's it's natural or whatever it's called. Yeah. And uh, I, I just liked, she. I felt she was very well spoken. She, she knew her facts. She was not shy about stating them. And I found her to just be very nice to listen to. Peterson was my second favorite person to listen to because Peterson yeah, he was just very seemed, just into it. He just seemed like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this crap. Like he was, yeah. he was, he was fired up, which I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, um, that's, I've watched a lot of Jordan Peterson. He's got a lot of good stuff to say. But yeah, I hadn't seen him in a in a while. The old, the author of the End of Gender, that's the one that was talking about the studies where it's done to conclusion, and she had been basically pushed out because of that. Yes. Yeah. That was I just Deborah wanted Stowe. to add that. Like, that was her book. Yeah. I haven't read it, but... I'm probably going to now. Um, <laughs> oh, there... I have a star next to the one thing I wanted to talk about, but I can't What's... read it. Social media something. Uh, social component. Oh, one lady uh, was describing it, and she said, I started as an ally, and through social media um, consumption, over time, she... I started to identify as trans. Social, like, yeah, I don't remember the phrase. I thought I wrote it down. 
Yes, like within three months, that woman decided she was trans. Yeah, after, I'm an ally, I'm an ally. Yeah. And then she detransitioned after three years. Yeah. Their tar the, the target for transition right now is children, and that's the part where everyone gets and digs in because children are the most, you know, vulnerable people in our society. So one of the things I think that, I mean, there's a lot that led to led to all of this crap. Right. But one of them, I think, is the generalization of masculinity and femininity. Yeah. You're a woman if you wear dresses and stuff. And that's not how it's, it's ever been. It's all stereotypes. Yeah. But it's then they're like, well, I want to wear a dress and I want to wear makeup, so I must want to be a woman. No. No. Um, that's there are not plenty how it of, works there's at all. plenty of cultures in, in, in history and today that men wear what would be considered a dress or a skirt in the West that to them is just men's clothing. And... That's the disconnect. A lot of people are like, well, I don't wear a dress. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't care. I yeah. really don't. I don't care if I see a man walking around in, in, a, woman, in a dress. When she, when when he starts walking into, um, you know, locker rooms or something like that. That's when I have problems. Then I have a problem. I got yeah. daughters. I got sons. I don't want you doing that kind of yeah. stuff. Yep. You know, let's leave the kids out of it. Yeah. That's, I think, the big problem is like you have, now you have, we didn't even touch on the woman's sports thing. No, I got there, big issues there. Yeah, we can save that for a whole nother episode if you want, because that one's that one's rough it's with all the sports. The women, I mean, we can talk about it, because um, like they were showing the difference between men and women competing, and they're like trans people don't win, and then they showed a montage, showed a montage of of just all these different. Tra trans. I've seen some of them, but. All these different trans people just dominating. Oh, and the woman. Then they were like, well, not they, they don't all win. And I'm like, but when majority win, yeah, obviously there's a problem. One of the female athletes said that uh, she she runs and she said, I had to compete against trans women in sprinting. She goes, and they didn't just beat me by a little bit. They beat me by like 20 meters. 20 meters. That's what she said. 20 meters. Yes. That's 60, roughly 60 feet. 66, I think. 66 feet. Yep. That's a lot of room. And and she's sitting there talking. We work out. We try to get, we try to shave a, f a fraction of a second off. Yeah. And we're, ha you know, we have to be happy with that and try to get ahead and ahead and ahead. But when somebody runs past you, like you're not even moving. Right. What's the point? That was exactly. her. Why, why even try? You know, why, why fight for third or worse? Yeah. And it, it's true. It's true. You they should not. I'm sorry. You either have a separate trans league. Mm-hmm. Or you don't compete. I'm sorry. I have exercise-induced asthma. Well, the fact that they so, had... So, I'm not done. <laughs> so... What the hell? <laughs> so, I don't get to... I don't get to go even try to play, you know... Well, I'm just trying to... any sport. I'm just trying to pile on because Leah Thomas is... Um, but I wasn't partner. done. You're, you're woman interrupting. You're woman erupting. <laughs> my point is, I have my own issues... We all do of why we can't compete with the best. You have an issue. You can either stay where you were and compete against the men or you don't compete. Like that's life. Life isn't fair. Yeah. You don't well, get to push women out of their own sports and their own, their own um, like scholarships and things, trophies. and Right. That's what I'm saying. Like the fact that Leah Thomas's teammate showed up in the, the movie, but she is, anonymous they changed her voice they put her in uh yeah shadow shadows they didn't want to identify who she is and she's explaining 
how they basically told her her life would be ruined if she talk, spoke out publicly. And there, it was a threat. They told her, they're like, we're here to make you feel better about this, but this isn't changing. And yeah, they, they had a counselor or something they hired and they're like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't to help. This, you, this is happening. So we're going to help you deal with it is basically with, or, or you're done. Yeah. And they said, if you speak out against the team or what happens behind closed doors, your life will be ruined. And yes, there'll be a lot of people that will go after the teammates if they speak out, but the school will ruin their lives. They won't get a job. They won't, they, they, their livelihood was threatened. And the fact that she had to, she, she spoke out anonymously, that speaks volumes as to, it's not as innocent and mild as everyone tries to make it sound with with the trans uh, athletes in sports if it were so innocent then why the why can't someone disagree someone on the, their own team yeah. disagree what's the big if deal it's innocent exactly why can't why can't we talk about it yeah that's a problem yes and if it's if it's so even why can't she speak and say what's what's going on why is the whole team basically told you're not going to talk yeah because it's not they, they don't want to, they, the team doesn't want to get canceled. And she even said, she was like, we, we win more when we have them on our team, but it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel right. It, it I doesn't think feel she like said winning. it feels like cheating. Yeah. I, I think, I don't remember, that might've been just the indication I got from it. But No, she did say, she said, um, she said winning is no longer fun. And even though we do win more, that we don't really get to compete. We have to sit on the sidelines. Oh yeah. Yeah. The runner actually got sidelined. Yeah. That's why she she competed in sprinting. Speaking yeah. of that, because the other people beat her out. Yep. Okay. Anyway, let's uh, let's draw this down. Okay. <laughs> I don't um, know how you want to end this. No, I'm fine. I was actually enjoying the conversation. Um, it is a great movie, though. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like it's about an hour long. Um, I think. I mean, this is just, we gave just what we remembered and a couple of the notes. I yeah. barely looked at my notes. But if you're going to watch it, it's an hour and a half, actually. Oh, it's an hour and yeah, a half. It's okay. An hour and a half. But it felt it was yeah, very engaging. It's very engaging. Absolutely. Yeah, I did There's only that one part where that congressman just kind of rambled on that I just I couldn't follow him. I was it's like, fun. "What do you say? I don't even know." And I then was, all of a sudden, he got up and left, and I'm like, "I don't know what happened." So I was fully engaged the entire time. Like yeah. I was just like, "What is happening?" I enjoyed how everything was explained. I enjoyed that everything you could possibly think of with um, the trans community was talked about. I enjoyed that he not only went to um, conservatives to talk about it he went to liberals to talk about it he gave everyone a fair shake he did not get rude with anyone he got a little rude with the conservatives but yeah, I think he was that he definitely was trying to, harder on the conservatives he was trying to push them to defend their position a little more yeah and i think that's because everyone knows that he's a conservative he felt he not he needed to not show too much kindness to conservatives because then he would be accused of making you can it. definitely see the difference in resilience when somebody disagrees on the other side well i guess you didn't see anyone disagree with the republicans i guess but yeah. or conservatives but you saw there were a lot of of liberals that they had no resilience they somebody said something they didn't like and they were well, we're just gonna end this now and i'm like what is going on and here's the thing too that when he was talking to the professor he gave he the professor said you gave me your list of questions and i knew it was going to go like this so he wasn't hiding what he was asking about. Yes. Yeah. He let them think about all their answers before they came in, which was nice because that meant he was not ambushing them. He was treating them with respect. And that is how you run a documentary. You treat everyone with respect. Yeah. He never interrupted anybody. Yeah. He let he, them talk. Yes. I did like that he showed the Dr. Phil episode. That was nice. 
Um, it's funny. You can't find that on Hulu anymore or CBS. Yeah, they said they took they took it off of CBS and Hulu days after because they said it hurt their feelings. Yes, the people on the panel that were against him um, said their feelings. Again, back to resilience. (laughs) But overall, it was a great documentary. Um, If you're willing to go, what was it? Twelve bucks. I mean, twelve twelve dollars a month as a Daily Wire. And if you put twelve dollars a month, you can watch all their stuff. Like, yes. It's pretty nice. You got a whole bunch of, that's just the top one. You got a whole bunch of stuff from the Daily Wire. Yep. I want to do this one next. The greatest lie ever told. Oh yeah, same, same. Yeah. So maybe um, we'll do that. If you guys like this, leave a comment and tell us to do that one if you want yeah, us to do that sure. one. We're going to do that one anyway. We're going to do it anyways, but you might as well tell us how much you liked it. Stroker, you go. Um, right. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for watching, listening. I guess it's up, it's up this it will be available where all podcasts are available and um if you're watching this on YouTube or Rumble, thank you. Yeah. Um, are you listening? Thank hope, you. Hope, hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, we will see you guys on the next one. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Stay safe. Stay free. Stay us. We're out. Bye.